Coming up on The Potter's Touch. Would you touch somebody and say, stop tripping? There are no shortcuts to success. There are no shortcuts. You got to go through what you got to go through. You got to move like you got to move. If you don't study, it won't happen. If you don't pray, it will not happen. If you don't labor for God, it will not happen. There are no shortcuts to what God has for you. Welcome to the Potter's Touch. I'm Pastor Cora Jakes Coleman. Today's message will cause us to take an inward look at our heart and our motives. As my father will show us, there is danger in doing the right thing for the wrong reason. This woman came to Jesus with her two sons. Her sons were the sons of Zebedee. You remember Zebedee? He was the chief executive officer of a fishing corporation. I do not say that lightly nor slightly. He had a business. He was an entrepreneur. He was successful. The Bible at another verse says that he had servants, which means that he was affluent. She was the wife of an elite charismatic, distinguished diplomat of the community. Still, she had to come to Jesus. I don't care how much money you make. You still gotta come to Jesus. I don't care what color you are. You still gotta come to Jesus. I don't care if you matriculated from the upper echelon of the greatest university in your country. Still, there are some things that will drive you to Jesus. My problem is not that she came to Jesus because I understand that you can go to him when you can't go to anyone else. In case you're watching by television, you've never even heard who Jesus is. You can go to him when you can't go to anybody else. She came to him. She must have understood something about his needs. It's dangerous sometimes to let people know what you need. Because sometimes when people know what you need, they'll use it against you. That's why David said, if I was hungry, I wouldn't tell you. Because sometimes the people know you're hungry, they'll weigh bread in front of your face. <laughs> and and, and so, so, so she came to Jesus you, you see, in case you don't understand, God, if, 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 if it were possible for God to have a weakness, it would be for worship. <laughs> he loves a worshiper. The omniscient, omniscient, all-seeing, all-knowing God said, I seek a worshiper. I don't know how, how this businesswoman, this first lady of this corporation knew about his need for worship, but when she came to him, she worshiped him. 
she worshiped him. Maybe she worshiped him because she'd seen the Canaanite woman worship. Maybe it's because she'd seen the woman whose daughter was grievously vexed with the devil worship her way into a healing. Maybe she had stopped by the tomb of Gadarenes and seen a man possessed with demons come and fall at his feet and worship him. I don't know how she knew to worship him, but she came and she worshiped him. She just worshiped him. It's a dangerous thing for people to know your weakness because if they know your weakness, you need but they won't mean it if, 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 if people know how bad you need it they'll do the right thing but it will be for the wrong reason and when people do it just because they know you need it they get tired real easy <laughs> Have you ever had somebody who was just doing things to placate you? They really weren't concerned about you. They really didn't care about you, but they knew that you liked that and they just, they just did it to kind of get by. She, she worshiped. But while she was worshiping him, she couldn't do it long before she said, okay, I'm going to give you a little worship. But, uh, you see them two boys back there? All right, I'm going to bow before you, but... Uh, all right. I'm going to go ahead and get in the church, but you know my, my trial is coming up. All right. I'm, I'm gonna go back to church if you if you bring my husband back. Okay, I'll, I'll go ahead and, and and if he don't hurry up and do whatever it is that you want him to do, see see that's what's killing us as preachers. Because we have to keep pumping and pumping and pumping and pumping, trying to motivate people. But you can't motivate people who have bad motives. They, they... You'll work yourself to death. You'll preach yourself into the grave. You'll have a nervous breakdown. You can't understand how can I get them delivered on Wednesday night and they're tied up by Sunday morning. It's because they never did it for the right reason. You see, manipulators do the right thing, but they do it for the wrong reason. And they start, pretty soon they have an agenda, and the agenda's coming out. How many of you know that your agenda will always slip out? You know, I got them two boys back there. And you're gonna need somebody on your right side. And somebody on your left. And it might as well be 
my two sons. I won't even bother the fact that these boys were grown. I won't even bother the fact that she has mamaed them to death. I won't even go there. I won't even go into all the women who manipulate their grown children. Mouth all in their marriage. Mouth all in their business. Mouth, never allow him to grow up. Never allow him to be a man because mama's still running everything. I'm not, I'm not going to bother that because that'll mess up your joy. That'll get in your business. Uh, telling his wife how to cook. You know he don't like his potatoes. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to bother none of that. It's a spirit of manipulation. Here she is. Here's the problem with manipulators. Manipulators always try to bypass, bypass the process for progress. Manipulators always try to find an easy way to get where they're trying to go. I want you to get this in your heart if you don't get anything else I say tonight. There are no shortcuts in God. I know I'm gonna mess with some of you now. Cause you've been running up in all kind of prayer lines wanting a double portion of somebody's spirit. You think somebody's gonna blow on you and get you a new house. You think somebody's gonna lay hands on you and give you an anointing that it took them 50 years to get, you gonna get it in five minutes. You manipulator, you think that if you carry a briefcase two weeks, you can get the anointing of a man of God who's been laying before God for 30 years. You must be out of your mind. If Jesus would have spoke to her in modern terms, he would have said, stop tripping. Would you touch somebody and say, stop tripping? shortcuts to success there are no shortcuts you gotta go through what you gotta go through you gotta move like you gotta move if you don't study it won't happen if you don't pray it will not happen if you don't labor for God it will not happen there are no shortcuts to what God has for you most of the time when you think of manipulators you think of people who have an evil motive and there are people who have evil motives. There are people who will run up in your face and grin on you. They never liked you. They never loved you. They never wanted any good thing to happen to you. They always, all while you were eating dinner, they were hoping you'd choke. I know you don't believe that. You have to live a little while to find out that people can give you what they think you need and all the while be trying to choke you with. Manipulators. But you don't have to be evil to be a manipulator. You can be misguided and be a manipulator. Young man came up to me, he said, uh, Bishop, it was a time in our ministry I needed an armor bearer real bad. And he said, Bishop, I, I feel uh, like I should be your armor bearer. And I see you struggling to do all these things. I'm able to do that. I, I'll do that for you and I can do this for you and I can do the other and so forth and so on. And I said, oh, thank the Lord. Thank the Lord, thank the Lord. They kept on talking and said, uh, I don't mind driving you where you gotta go and doing some things. He said, uh, 
and, and, and they kept, see, if you let people keep talking, after a while they say, you see these boys? <laughs> and, uh, and, and while he was talking, he says, uh, it, it's not really that I enjoy being an armor bearer, it's just that I respect your ministry and your anointing and I, I figure this is the only way I'm gonna get to hang around you. So if I, if I could just get to hang around you so I could get some nuggets for my ministry. Now he's not evil, he's misguided. Because nobody wants anybody to do anything for them with an ulterior motive. Don't hire anybody like that. Don't appoint anybody like that. Don't move anybody into position just like that because you gotta keep feeding them or they won't keep working. You gotta have somebody who's doing what they do because they're called to do it. They enjoy doing it. They want to do it. They get fulfillment from doing it. And if you don't pat them on the back and if you don't send them no roses, they'll keep on doing what they're called to do because they're doing it from their heart and they're doing it from their spirit. Somebody and say, Stop being a manipulator. Tell them, say, Stop being a manipulator. Stop manipulating so you can get out of jail. Stop manipulating till your husband comes back home. Stop praising God just so you can get out of your cell. And stop praising God because He's God, because He's worthy, because He's wonderful, because He's mighty, because He's a healer. I had come from a background where they preached uh, uh, holiness or hell, and I couldn't seem to get it right. Bishop Jakes taught on the concept of what grace really was. I'd never heard it taught that way. And if somebody can teach with that kind of wind behind their words and have that kind of compassion for the sheep, uh, I want to be a part of that. I served in Iraq in uh, Operation Iraqi Freedom. One of the messages I just remember Playing that day and night, uh, even when bombs would drop at night and our buildings would shake, I'd have that in my ear. It kept me uh, from going over the edge, if you will. I was just getting out of the military and an old friend asked, uh, have you visited Jake's yet? And I said, no. And upon that, I said, I'm going to go and visit uh, Bishop Jake's. And the intent was to uh, visit one time and say I came. And uh, this many years later, I'm here. I I thought he was four people, and I was like, I'm gonna come back again. And so I <laughs> kept coming back. Jesus said, Can you stand to be baptized with the baptism that I'm baptized with? Hold it right now. We're not talking about water. He had been baptized in water. This is not water. It is what water is a picture of. Water is a metaphorical illustration of the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord. And he's saying, woman, you're trying to get your sons to reign with me, but they haven't suffered with me. Don't let anybody reign with you until they've suffered with you.
Oh, this is the kind of message that gets me in trouble because there are those who teach that if you walk with God, you won't have to suffer. There are those that teach that if you really pray, you won't have to go through anything. But the Bible said they that live godly shall suffer persecution. And I come to tell you, and woman thou art loose, I don't care how you pray and how you fast and how you labor for God, you got to go through something sometime. If you didn't go through anything, you wouldn't have any power. You wouldn't have any anointing. You wouldn't have any joy. You just got to go through it. Slap somebody and say, go through it. Go through it. Go through it. Stop trying to shortcut. Stop trying to showboat. Stop trying to jimmy the lock. Go through it. But don't stop in it. everything. Quickly, I want to show you a scripture. Sit down, sit down. I want to show you a scripture. I want to give you the whole truth. Go to Matthew 4, 19 for a minute. We see what the woman's problem is in 4, 19. He said unto them, this is Jesus getting started in his ministry on earth. And he said unto them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. And they straightway left their nets and followed him. And going on from thence, he saw other two brethren, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in a ship with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets. And he called them. And they immediately left the ship and their father and followed him. Here's a problem. They had started the business. The husband was running it. The sons were being mentored by it. They were next in line to be successors in their father's domain. And Jesus came in and messed up their plans. Can I tell you that obeying God will mess up your plans? You had your life all figured out how it was going to go. And then the Lord came along and scrambled your eggs. Manipulation gets in the church when you start giving up stuff to walk with God. And now you're walking with God and you didn't get it back. But the Lord sent me here tonight to tell somebody to stand still.
passion is born out of bitterness that lives in the hearts of desperate people who feel like you gave up so much and got back so little that now every time you get an opportunity, you're trying to work something. But nobody in here gave up as much as God gave up to get you. For the Bible said that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth on him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And if you can just stay with God, even when it doesn't seem fair, even when it doesn't seem like your life is working out, even when it looks like you're going backwards instead of forward, if you can just stay with God. And I want to tell you something else. Never let the devil see you sweat. Don't even act like you're lonely. Don't act like you need anything. Don't act like you're desperate. But just stand still and wait on the Lord. And while other people are trying to manipulate, I dare you to become a true worshiper. For the Lord saw a woman at the well, and he said, God is the spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Can I tell you something? There's about 60,000 or so women in this room, but let me tell you something. There's a whole lot of women who are clapping their hands, but they're not true worshipers. There's a whole lot of women that's dancing around the room, but you're not true worshipers. If the true worshipers would get loose in here and begin to praise God, I don't have to have 60,000, I could take six. If I had six women, that would start thanking God for being God in their life. If I had six women that would start thanking God for being a wonder in your soul. If I had six women that were willing to mess up their makeup and give God a crazy praise. If I had six women that would empty out your heart before God and say, Lord, I need you to set me free. The power of God would get loose in this room. your neighbor and say, neighbor, you better give me some room because I'm getting ready to give God true worship. I'm getting ready to worship him for staying with me. When everybody left me, I'm getting ready to worship him for standing by me while I was in the jail cell. I'm getting ready to worship God. like you and if I never look as good as 
blessing. Thanks, Dad. God is not only interested in our actions, but his desire is for us to have the right motives. God knows the truth. If your motivation isn't right, don't expect his blessings. So take some time today and really examine your heart. Make sure that what you do for God and for others comes from a place of genuine love and support, not manipulation. And when you act out of pure motives, God will release blessings that far exceed your service and sacrifice. I want to take another moment and thank all of our Global Partner System members. Your giving allows us to broadcast the message of the gospel around the world. If this ministry has blessed you, we'd like you to consider joining us and becoming a partner. Just text the letters GPS and any given amount to the number 28950. You can also visit us at tdjpartners.org. Thank you and God bless you. The more effective you are, the more attacked you will be. The word's been awesome. It's just been spiritually renewing. Never will be the same again. For your gift to the ministry of any size, you will receive The Best of Woman Thou Art Loosed, Volume 2, a five-message set on DVD. God is not going to bless you by their opinion. God is going to bless you by how you it just feels like God is just dealing with you on an individual basis. However, when your gift is $125 or more, you will receive The Best of Woman Thou Art Loose, Volume 2 on five DVDs, The Woman Thou Art Loose Bible, and Woman Thou Art Healed and Whole 90-Day Devotional. I am not who I was. I am not where I am, but I am where I'm going. Let these time-tested messages take you to a new level of freedom. If in Canada, visit us online or call to order your digital downloads today. Today's message was amazing. Wonderful message, a great message. I think everybody needed that. I mean, it meant the world to me. Service was amazing. Um, the anointing was there. I feel rejuvenated. I feel revived. I went to another level in my thought, in my uh, attitude, everything. It was really a life-changing for my family. The service today was awesome. Bishop is always awesome. That message was incredible, and it makes you think about where you are and the people that you're around and the choices that you make. And I, I got such a blessing out of the word for today from Bishop. Today's message was truly transformative. Today's message was absolutely awesome. It was just a blessing to my life. This is my first time here at the Parter House, and I had a word just for me today. Feel free to reach out to us on social media and share your story of how God is impacting your life. We look forward to seeing you next time on The Potter's Touch.